Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is former Bama heavyweight champ and UFC veteran Mark Godbeer. What's going on, Mark? How you doing, man? You all good? Good, good, man. Uh, let's I'm talk so about this fight you got coming up. Yeah, um, what you want to know? <laughs> you know, it's the first ever event for the promotion. I think it's Mass Fight or MAS yeah. Fight. I'm not for sure. Um, yeah, Mass Fight. Mass Fight, November 10th, yeah. not too far away from now, in Macau. How did you end up hooking up with this promotion? Um. So, so basically, um, uh. I've, I've the last couple of months hasn't you know it's been quite rocky for me because I, I did carry uh, an injury so I've been out obviously I've been out uh, with injury and stuff um, but then uh, um, obviously I was in rehab with injury got my got my injury better and then um, I decided to come over to uh, Thailand when what you know obviously when my friends are based at Fairtex and stuff and and. Uh, get some training in, you know, start training for fights and, and, and start looking for stand-up fights because obviously I, I, I've i come away from the UFC now and I'm looking to go down the stand-up route because I believe stand-up's always been my sort of forte and it's something, um, you know, I've always wanted to do. I said before I end up retiring, um, I wanted to go down the stand-up route. So, um Obviously, we heard about this, me and my management and stuff. We heard about Mass Fight. Um, my, my my management's very friendly with uh, the guy for, that runs the Booster brand. Um, I believe he put in a word with the matchmaker saying I'm a free agent. Um, and then I, I just I literally seen this post come up on Facebook saying Mass Fight and um, the, the, the matchmaker, Sassan, I believe, uh, he, he put this post out and... and uh, I just commented on it and I said, I'm interested in this, send me the contract. And then the next minute, you know, I had an inbox and uh, I got two weeks to prepare for nine minute round. So, you know, let's go. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You know, technology, sometimes it can be beneficial. Yeah. And I'm one of these uh, sort of, um, I, you know, I, I, I believe everything happens for a reason. The fact that I just, literally come away to Thailand to train and to get my head back in the game and and uh and then all of a sudden this fight's come up you know it's not too far from Thailand I'm in, I'm in the time zone I'm I'm um I'm actually considering I had a little bit of time off of injury uh you know with with rehab obviously I still try and train and stuff around it so but my, my cardio and stuff is um is actually pretty good so I just thought you know, let's go. Let's uh, let's take it. It's, it's two weeks' notice, but you don't get nothing in life without taking risks. Definitely. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm taking the risk. I'm jumping in. 
probably one of the best stand-up guys in the world, maybe. Uh, you know, it, but it's the rule set is that there's a lot of things that um, that can work in my favour. I'm fighting a strict K1 guy, so there's a lot of even though there's no ground game in this, in this is I think it's like old shoot box rules. Mm. You know, the nine minute rounds and throws and you know the the still got the clinching and 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 so forth so um but everyone that knows me knows that i do actually love to stand and bang i do love to to, to let my hands go um and it's just going to be good to be able to just stand in in the ring with someone and and trade punches until someone gets knocked out you know that's 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 my that's my game. That's my forte. Most of my rec, most of my wins on my MMA record has come by a knockout. So uh, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to go down the stand-up route. Speaking of your opponent, he's a Dutch strongman, Ishmael Lazar. When you heard his yeah. name, you know you probably know him as a a decent striker. But when you heard his name, did it excite you more than normal? Um. I knew exactly who he was. It's funny, actually, because um, obviously, I, I, like I said, uh, the stand-up route is something I've wanted to go down. Um, I've been to watch Glory a couple of times. Sorry if you hear a bit of pinging in the background. I should have turned my notifications off. Um, I, 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 you know, I went to watch Glory a couple of times. And, and like I was really interested in the guys, sort of like the Rico uh, Verhoeven, and, uh, and 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 I sort of thought to myself, you know, this guy's the top of his game. He's the number one stand-up guy. Um, so I sort of followed him a little bit as well, out, out of respect. I've been watching him and, and and thinking, you know, this is something I'd like to do. And um, and and, and I, I remember this guy just popped up out of the blue. Um, Ismail Lazar, he just popped, and then I started actually, it was a, couple, a few months back, I started following him and watching his fights and stuff, and then I thought, God, this guy's a tough guy, like, you know, you can never judge a book by his cover, that's one thing I've learned in this game, um, and he fought, he ended up fighting ranked number one in the world for, for, for the world heavyweight title, so he's no mug, he's no mm-hmm. mug, he, he is a good guy, as soon as I heard his name, I thought, if I'm going to go into the stand-up sort of um, the stand-up sort of route and down the stand-up road, um, a guy like him, if I can take him out and prove to people that I belong there, then it's going to open up a lot more opportunities. So, um, like I said, I'm a fighter. I've been off with one of the probably one of the best stand-up guys in the world, and, and I've took it. Why not? Yeah, definitely. Why not, man? Like you gotta grab every opportunity by the balls and just take take it, man, and go and you know prove yourself. Now you're back at Fairtex Training Center in Thailand. This time around, you're focused solely on your stand up. Who are you working with down there? Because there's so many good stand up fighters at that facility. Yeah, of this is the thing. Um... Uh, it, obviously, it's a two-week fight camp, and uh, any, anyone in the fight game knows that you know you don't learn nothing in two weeks. So, what what we're working on is basically the things that I do know, and and just and going over a game plan. I'm working with a specific coach, 
and uh, Dimitri and just going over this game plan I've got. I don't want to give stuff away and, you know, but it, it's, th- th- there's holes I do see in Ismail's game and, and I'm like, like I'm sure there's big holes he sees in my game. But this is a different... This is a different type of fight to what I normally fight. You know, uh, in in MMA, stand up can be very for stand up can be very tentative because um, obviously uh, you you got to worry about your takedowns and so forth. And I'm fighting a K1 guy, you know, so th- th- these issues are not in the back of my head. So I'm, I'm, you're going to see a different side to my stand-up. You're going to see my combinations flow. You're going to see, you're going to see a completely different side to my stand-up to what it is in, in my MMA game. So um, obviously there's, there's really good guys at Fairtex, uh, but the main guy I'm working with really is my, is my coach, Dimitri, because we're, like I said, we took the fight on two weeks notice. It's not about who I'm working with now. It's about getting my cardio right up and working on a game plan. So that, that's 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 where we're at with it. Yeah, you, you just mentioned that you don't have to worry about the wrestling and the grappling. It's not in the back of your mind. How much of a release is that for you when you're training now? Um, it's a big release, you know. I, I, do, I do generally feel... Uh, you do have strikers in MMA. You know, you have some good strikers in MMA. But I do generally feel that um, one of my strongest points was my, my, my stand-up or just my power, you know. That, that's, that's how my nickname come about, the hand, you know, the hand. Because like, I was known for knocking people out, um, especially earlier on in my career and stuff. Later on down, the, down, the, down the, my MMA career... People, there were very few people that were willing to actually stand and trade with me. So, um, in my head now, with this fight, it, it's it's great. I'm 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 generally really excited to get in there and and try something different and and just stand in a in in a, in a ring with a guy that loves to do the same as what I love to do, and that's just stand there and throw throw some bombs and 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 just see. Who, which one, which one goes to sleep first? Because th- that that's what this competition's about. The only way you can win in this in this mass fight is by knocking the guy out. Um, I think the only difference is, I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but from what I can see, I don't think um, uh, uh, Ismail has has maybe fought in four ounce gloves. Mm. You know, I. I don't care who you are, how good of a chin you've got. With these four-ounce gloves, they are different to boxing gloves. You know, if if you if you think you can stand there and take shots off heavyweights with four-ounce gloves, you're gonna have a shot coming. So let's just see how his stand-up plays out. If he's tentative, if he's willing to come forward and take the shots like he does to get in on people, because four-ounce gloves is a different ball game. But it's four ounce gloves without so much the uh, you know the, the the wrestling and takedown side. So you know, and also as well, the, the the sort of wrestling is allowed, but more like the Greco, the upper body stuff and 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 the throws and stuff, you know. So 
that maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe I've got more tools to this kind of style than what he has. You know, I think there's no denying his stand-up is probably. Um, I wouldn't say better, but he's more well known for what he does, and that is K1 style stand up. I wanted to go over the rules with the people that are watching if they don't know. It's one round, nine minutes. You can only win via knockout. There's no judges, no points, no ground fighting, but throws are allowed. What is there? not to like about this rule set. It's, yeah, it's like old shoot box rules, uh, if, if I'm correct, you know. Um, it's a banger's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> if you like to stand and bang, then then it is, it's perfect. And, and, and that's exactly what I like to do, stand and, and trade. So the, the, the rules are perfect. It's, 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 basically, it's basically MMA rules, but once it hits the deck, they stand you straight back up. There's none of that, no BJJ or wrestling on the deck, you know. It's not to say that there's no wrestling to get you to the deck, but once it gets to the deck, you have to get back up. There's no, like, hanging around on the bottom, grinding the fight out. I think what they're looking for is just an all-action fight. They just want, as brutal as it sounds, they just want to see someone get knocked out, and that's what fans pay to see. They pay to see two big guys, uh, to go at it, throw the bombs, and and see see which ones you know which which of the best man wins. Yeah, you know this card intrigues me so much because the main event is crazy. You got the yeah. the uh, the invincible monk versus the the techno Goliath. You know, I'm pretty sure yeah. after you fight, you're gonna go back and you know sit cage side and watch that, right? Yeah, what what have we got? What's the heights? What's the heights with them? Is, is uh, it one I, like five ten and the other one's like seven six seven six seven, seven six? Yeah, seven six and five ten. It's literally David versus Goliath, isn't it? So um, it's it's like uh the old school again. It's like uh, old school pride. Um, you remember the old school pride? That your first round used to be nine minutes, and they used to have these big sort of freak show fights and 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 sometimes you'd be really surprised to to, to actually realize that this little dude is one tough bitch and yeah. he's just knocked out this big massive monster that no one thought that he, he they could touch you know the the, the 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 sort of asian market seems to love that sort of fight they love the freak show fight and uh i'm not sure if that's the right word to use but you know it is commonly used it is if, if you think about it it is a uh, it is a crazy ass fight, isn't it? That's what makes it so <laughs> well, exciting just to see, you know, if this little dude takes out this seven foot six, literally monster, then oh, I'd, I'd probably buy him a pint myself afterwards and say, fair play, mate. <laughs> but I think he's a monk, isn't he? The guy's yeah, a monk. I've been yeah. following him years and years ago, so I don't, I don't know. I don't think he drinks, so I probably won't end up buying him a pint. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about Ishmael. He's somewhat of a controversial figure. You know, he got busted for PEDs in the past. Um, what are your thoughts yeah. on the steroid issue in MMA or in combat sports, and especially USADA, your experience with them? 
Yeah. Oh, USADA. Um, USADA clean, clean is clean. The U. Anyone that doesn't, you know, that thinks that anyone in the UFC is still juicing the stuff, um, that they're, they're that that they haven't got a clue as far as USAD is concerned. Um, you know, going back to the UFC, I had a, an app on my phone. It was called the USADA Update app. So, but once every 12 weeks, I had to update this app, and I had to tell them exactly where I was going to be every single day for 12. I had to give them my training schedule and where I'm living for the next 12 weeks every single day. If I ever diverted off of that app. I had to log into the app to let them know. <clears throat> this is how strictly the you know the the USADA program is. I'd be I'd be in bed half past six in the morning. I'd have bang 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 on the door. I'd be like, who's that? You know what I mean? Who's that on my door? You know, <laughs> normally it's bailiffs or something. You know what I mean? I had to pay me parking fines or something. You know. <laughs> so I, I, I look out the window and there'd be like a like a doctor there with a briefcase. I'm like, hello. And they're like. USADA, nine, you know, nine times out of ten, I hadn't done my morning pee by then. So, like, you know, it was straight in and out, have my pee and then test, you know, do my, do my test, whatever they had to do straight out. The worst ones was when, you know, I just had my morning pee and they've turned up and I've got to wait. they got to sit in my front room for hours until I can pee again, you know. So, um, yeah, the, the, the UFC side of things is, is, is clean, you know, it, it is very clean. I can't really comment on the Asian sort of market because I'm just I'm just sort of delving into it now, so I don't know what the rules are or, or, or how they go about things and stuff, you know. But um, what's my what's my views on it? I think I think it's good. It cleans up the sport. Um, yeah, it, it it cleans up the sport. You know, it gives everyone a fair advantage. But back in the pride days, let's just say back in the pride days. I think it's blatantly obvious that everyone was doing it. So if, if everyone was doing it, then everyone had the same advantage. So maybe that's the Asian market. I don't know. <laughs> I'll let you think about that one. Definitely. Well, November 10th is coming up quick. Moss fight. Macau, you're back fighting. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's something that you probably would have never thought of, you know, when you retired from MMA that you would be fighting in this type of promotion, right? Yeah, I, 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 like I said, um, like I said at the beginning of the interview, this was just out of the blue and it come and it was an opportunity that I had. Um, it was getting to the point where I was getting a little bit broke, you know, I, I, uh, I had, uh, you know, like, like I said, I was out for a long time with, with, with injury issues, obviously asked to be released from the UFC, for various reasons of my own, you know, I wanted to go down other routes, stand up routes and stuff. Um, and then this opportunity just come up right at the right time. So, you know, I, I, I have got children and stuff and, and, and you know, that I'd, I'd rather be doing this, something I love and supporting them doing this than going back home and getting my tools back out and going back on a building site. So, yeah, it is. Is you get opportunities in life, if and, and if you're not willing to take the risks, then those opportunities are just gonna pass you by. So I sat there, literally thought about it for two minutes, and I was like, "This is the opportunity. If you don't take it now, then it may never come again." So 
so yeah, here I am in Thailand, just about to fly to Macau and 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 fight some crazy ass rule sets and entertain the crowd. All right, Mark, I'm excited for you. Thank you for your time and uh, good luck on your fight. Yeah, man. Sure. Thank you.